Welcome to episode number 106, Back into the Swing of Things. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with my son, James Bennett Velez. My brother, Goose Angel Velez. (laughs) (laughs) And my buddy, Gabe Rivera. You forgot my middle name? Velez. What is your middle name? Hector. Your middle name's Hector? Yeah. I literally never knew that. (laughs) You had to have heard that at some point. Probably. Gabriel Hector. All right, so yeah, now that we found out, uh, you know, Gabe's middle name is Hector, we're gonna get back into the swing of things. In this episode, the crew talks about getting back on track with life. We cover topics that range from routines, vacations, exercising, work, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Mike Murdoch and Kelly Clarkson. All right, if you're new. Thank you for joining us. Guys, don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. We kick things off with a definition from dictionary.com. And today we have two words, one routine and two vacation. The first one, routine, is defined as a customary or regular course of procedure, commonplace tasks, chores, or duties as must be done regularly or at specified intervals, typical or everyday activity, routine. And the second one's vacation, a period of suspension of work, study, or other activity usually used for rest, recreation, or travel, recess, or holiday. All right, right? Pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, I actually thought it was pretty cool to grab a article from lifehacker.com titled How to Get Back into Work or Study Mode after a long break. Now, uh, for those of you who don't know, my wife and I, uh, welcome to this beautiful world of ours, a beautiful baby boy, uh, Cade Mathis Velez. He's out in the living room. And, yeah, and we can hear him crying. So if you do hear crying in the background, that's who it is. It's uh, my seven-week-old baby boy. He's still a zero-year-old. That's right. <laughs> that's why I said weak. <laughs> Uh, in our planning process, uh, we decided that it would be best that I take a brief hiatus from school. Um, so I took kind of uh, the later end, the ha- later half of spring and summer semesters off. With that being said, I thought that this um, you know article from uh, Life Hacker was pretty cool because come September in about a couple months here, I'm going to have to get back into the swing of things because that is a very disciplined uh, thing that you need to have to successfully uh, get through the coursework. Oh, yeah. um, again, I'm going for my MBA at a Drexel University here in Philadelphia. But uh, yeah, so anyway, so they titled it How to Get Back into Work or Study Mode After a Long Break. So they say, coming back to work or school after, a, after an unusual break... Uh, whether it's just been three days or, lucky you, an entire summer, can be brutal. No more open-ended days, no more sleeping in. Here's how to avoid too much shock and ease back into productivity mode. Uh, Number one, they say start your day right, well-rested and with a good breakfast. 
Whatever your habits were over the vacation, the first day back will be a lot less stressful if you've gotten a good night's sleep and have prepared everything you need for the next morning. Um, yeah, that's very true. I mean, how many times... You, you want to start off right. So first of all, if you're starting your first day all like, you know, you accidentally slept in, you you didn't, you skipped breakfast, um, That that's not, you're not off to a good start, right? Well, that was me um, going back to work after a week and a half. Yeah. I'm being off, I was like, I slept through all my alarms initially. I was like, oh, I did the same routine. Yeah. Going back, like, with that Tuesday after, I'm like, I, I slept, like, 45 minutes after my first, my alarm was supposed to, really? supposed to be up. So, like, <laughs> that was a disaster starting yeah. that way. Thankfully, I usually give myself enough time in general to get ready. So, I right. have time to still do, get do to everything work. quickly for the most part. Yeah, 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 yeah. I still be on time. So Right. Um, we, uh, it, it's, it's tough. It's tough getting back into that. Once you kind of disengage and, and you're off the whole, like, routine thing, so oh, to yeah, speak. absolutely. Um, it's, it's, it's super tough. So, all right, so let's keep it moving. Number two, they say get started early or carve out some alone time. I always found it overwhelming to have tasks thrown at me the minute I walked in the door at work, especially after a long break. Um, okay. So I know what they, they mean. This is the day that you definitely, whether you are, you know, have your own business or, you know, you, you know, work for somebody else before the actual day starts get in early right i mean we've all done it where we go into work on time yeah and we know that that's late because if you're there on time you're a customer's already calling so if you're if yeah. your business opens at eight o'clock and you get there at eight o'clock customers are either waiting for you yes not good customers are calling and you that's how you start your day off bad because it's like I didn't even get settled. I didn't even get sure, settled in, exactly. um, and here we are already, um, and I'm getting banged up. You get all flustered and yeah, all discombobulated. Right. So they're saying come in early, so you could handle. You know, I'm, I'm assuming they're talking about like emails, getting settled in, saying your highs, talking about your time off to fellow coworkers yeah. or employees. The initial unwinding of the day. Yes, and then get your day started when. The day's actually supposed to yeah. get started. And you're ready to go and just ready to move. Exactly. Um, all right, cool. So number three, plan your day and week. If you got a few precious extra minutes of your day to yourself, use it to get organized and prioritize your task. Choose the most essential things you need to do and put them on your list and schedule less urgent ones throughout the week. If you can delegate tasks, all the better. Plan your day and week. Um, it's all this is all preparation, sure. right? So you're coming out from a long break, um, and and the goal uh, really is to get back into the swing of things, right? Yeah. So I try for me personally. I know this sounds like cheesy, and like there's no way. I literally do this every single day right before I leave for the right before I, you know right before, literally I leave before to go home. Mm -hmm. I have like a like those longer post its. Mm -hmm. Some of them have like lines on them already. It was yeah, like yeah. a notebook style, but it's a post-it. And I put on my to-do list for the next day. Okay. And it's at least like 10 items that I have to absolutely do the next day. There's stuff on the bottom that's like, if I get to it, I get to it. Mm -hmm. It's probably due by the end of the week or something. Okay. But you, you um, order from, I guess, priority. Priority. Yeah. yeah. There's no particular order. Literally, like the first five have to get done immediately. Okay. Whether it's phone calls, emails, reports, whatever, and then like the next five have to get done that day, and then the the bottom five or so, they sometime during this week they okay. have to get done. And I'm telling you, I am religious with this stuff. Mm. I mean, it 
there, there's no confusion. Like the second I go in, I look at my list, boom, I'm literally staring at my list, logging in as I'm, you know, mentally, okay. boom, I'm going to do this one first, I'm going to do this yeah, one yeah. second. And then I start strategizing in that sense. Because um, a lot of times if you have a priority, like okay, so for example, um, I know I said this on a previous podcast, but it's a very good point to bring back up and it won't hurt. If I prioritize a meeting with uh, my brother Goose, right? Goose calls out for the day. Mm. And I had that like fixated in my head. That's why you have to be a little bit loose. And that's why you have to have like, you know, ones that you can rotate. So anyway, have, having that little list for me helps me. I, I know that's like, you know, not planning your, your week or anything. But for in, in a sense, it is. Uh, but having that, being being able to be flexible with that little yes. to-do list. I don't, I will say it's not like I do it for like my weekends per se. Sure. I have on my phone, I have like the, the notes mm. and I have like throughout the week I'm adding stuff, what I need to do over the weekend. Sure. Like for, for example, this past weekend, a weekend warrior, warrior it uh, with some like outside work that I needed to mm. do. And I didn't care when in the weekend it was going to get done. It yeah. did not matter. It literally does not matter. But it got done. Yeah. And I'm like, this is the weekend I need to knock this out. And boom, I did it. Same thing with meeting with Gabe, uh, with the motivation files. Mm. Um, it's like a spoken word um, album with beats in the background and me kind of, you know, saying motivational, um, you know, talks or whatever. Me and Gabe had a goal. Every time we meet, our goal is to edit at least two tracks. Um, yep. And if it pans out that good, then awesome. If not, like this past weekend, yep. it did not pan out that way. At least we got one and then... A torturous well, second one, but sure. that we still well, had a goal. Well, made progress still a point of that one at least. Exactly, and we always kind of talk and set the goals before we even walk into the office. Like, all right, let's just do two. Let's knock sure. this out. Absolutely. Um, all right, number four. Start with small stuff you can check off. If you're still feeling like you're only there in body, get a jump start by tackling just one small task. Um, we've talked about this in the sure. past too. Kind of with that little to do list. I do not put it on what's easier and what's not. Like I said, yeah. I, I do it just over priority. Well, task one is turn on the computer. Yeah. Um, Done. I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> but I do agree with this sure. because um, you don't, your first thing you want to tackle, you don't want to be this overwhelmingly large project sure. that's just consuming your day, that you your know, mind. Like three hours to do. Yeah, it's just like, no, that is not a good way to start. I mean, sometimes you have to start that way and sometimes sure. you just got to do what you got to do. But... If you're coming back from a planned vacation or something like that, you don't want to jump back in. You're full not force gonna, into yeah, that. Yeah, that's not you know the best approach. And number five, tackle email by importance. Um, I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Number six, leaving early and other tactics. Most schools start their semesters in the middle of the week to ease into the year. With shorter days, in some cases, if you have flex time at work, taking a few afternoons off when you come back from vacation is a tactic we noted before for getting back into work mode. That was like me. Like So last week, I was on a, uh, a five-week paternity leave, yeah. and um, when I came back, I just so happened... This was literally... This was not planned, but it was nice the way it worked mm. out. I came back on a holiday week, and the holiday just so happened to be in the middle of the week, mm. uh, 4th of July... And so my first day back, and normally, traditionally, that week, a lot of people, especially with the holiday or with the uh, hospital setting, a lot of people are off. Sure. Like a lot of people take vacation during that week. Um, and it was pretty sweet because if it lands on a weekday. Yeah. Um, people are either. 
buffering with an extra days or either right. before or after. So, uh, so not only did I come back and I had I worked two days, I was off, worked two days, and I'm off because it's the weekend already. But I came back on a holiday week where most, literally, I would say like forty to fifty percent. Yeah. I mean, it was empty last week. Eh, empty. Even my own department was completely yeah. empty. It was a fantastic way to ease in because I didn't walk into like, like this week is absolute mayhem. Everyone's back. Everyone's like high strung. Everyone's like uptight because they're an- just getting to emails that haven't been answered in a week and a half, two sure. weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so everyone's just like wanting to rip each other's heads off or whatever. <laughs> but um, but I was already I'm already a week in and mentally I'm just coming off. I'm like you know I'm good. You already kind of eased yourself. For yes. the last couple of days, whatever. So it was. It was. I couldn't have asked for a better week to come back. Yeah. And like Definitely. I said, that was not planned. It just happened just, that way. Sure. Um. Oh, so that was it. It was those six. So that that was a pretty cool list, right? Oh yeah. Um. I, I thought that was a uh, uh, pretty dope. That's why. That's why I wanted to talk about. It. So from lifehacker.com, how to get back into work or study mode after a long break. Look that up. It's a great. There's there's more obviously detailed information um, on that. So for the crew. Let me ask you guys, after a vacation, how do you get back into the swing of things? Whether it's work, normal routine. Because like for work, it's kind of like, it's always that thing where like, oh, I'm dreading because I know like any stuff I've done is like piling up. But it's like, like, but it's kind of like you said, like you kind of just do the simple stuff first to kind of, simple stuff first just to kind of get out of the way and just kind of even better when you do have like a light week, whatever it is pad that a little more but yeah i mean you just kind of do start off slow i guess for the most part yeah um i know for me i did the whole go in early thing yeah and getting back quote to the swing of things and although i had a lot going in my favor because it was like a, a short week and a week that traditionally most people are off um i still went in early and tackled all the emails and got oh, ahead yeah. before i jumped on jumped into my first cause my day literally starts with a meeting mm. um and then an hour later, I'm at the next meeting every single day. And so I, you have to be prepared for these things. Sure. So I'm catching up on things that I need to know and prep for this meeting. What changed? What didn't change? Were you out for five weeks? I don't care if it's your own uh, business or you work for somebody. Even if you have the most easiest job in the world, you are out of whack. Yeah. Yeah. Like well, when no, you definitely. get back. Dude, five days, let alone five weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's Five yeah. days that's are out of whack. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, I mean, it's just like, it is nuts. And we had a complete life change. I mean, our life is literally totally different. Sure. So not only is a complete whack at home, um, with what was the norm now coming back to work, it will never be the same no matter what, because I'm coming home to, to a family of, uh, four. So now I'm a family of four when I was a family of three, yeah. two kids, sure. um, and obviously, an infant who's you know up every hour, every other hour, screaming, crying because he's hungry or needs a diaper change—all normal stuff. But for our routine, that's not normal. You know, we're used to resting well and that whatever. Yeah. James is four, so he literally sleeps through the night. So yeah, no issues. Um, so now it's like what? Um, but that's kind of like going back to work. It's just or 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 if like kind of like. When you get a new position or you're like you're mm. starting like a new role and you know like the first week or two so you're kind of like, Well, I'm new at this, so it's okay. Yeah. But it's still whack and you're try you got you're trying to find like your groove. Yeah, yeah. Like your routine on what you're gonna do. Um 
and how, how you're going to tackle each day or whatever. Sure. Uh, kind of like that same thing. And we're still, obviously, we have not found our groove <laughs> at all. Goose, do you do anything to get back in the swing of things? Um, Not really. I mean, by the time I, I get back from my vacation, I'm, I'm kind of already over vacation. I'm ready to go back to work at the yeah. same time. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, enough was enough. I, I never took have taken like a, an extended vacation, mine, usually like, like a week kind of sure. thing. I never did anything longer than that, but yeah. I feel like, some uh, some people are like yeah I need a vacation for my vacation I don't I don't know not that I'm like going back into work and boom it's it's like I'm yeah. smooth, smooth sailing but I just kind of just just go into it easy just ease into it a week and two weeks is tricky they're both like nice vacations but they're also like they're short enough where they could you could still be in the loop with everything yeah yeah, yeah. or they can be long enough where it's just like oh, I just tweaked me a little too much now I'm a little out of whack yeah you know what I'm saying. Um. Yeah. So I I agree with that. Then you get like pumped, and you're like, you just want to get back. Yeah. Like you do have like that anxious feeling, like, dude, I just want to get back, and I just want to like do something, some work. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like something. And about it also it. depends on what kind of vacation you take. Some people take like yeah. a really relaxing vacation where you're sure. just chilling out, your body's well rested, or they're doing everything underneath the sun, yeah. trying to cram it all in at yeah. the time and. They're beat by the time yeah. the vacation's over. And that's when you need the vacation. That's yeah. why they need just, a vacation from the vacation. Because that's um, what, like, me, because usually, like, when I take, like, the week long, it's, it's usually the Florida and we're running all over the place. So it's like, yeah. yeah, you're ready to come back to work, whatever. But this is like, yeah, I'm just sleeping in and all that stuff. It was, like, actually <laughs> relaxing. I was like, oh, and then then it's hard to ease back into it because, like, yeah. I got used yeah, to waking up eight, nine, 8 o'clock, whatever, when I'm used to being up at 5 o'clock in the morning. Right, right. And then ignoring all my alarms and all that stuff. And that was, that was the terrible part because... I got used to ignoring alarms now. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. For me, it was the sleep thing wasn't an issue mm. because I, we're literally up. I'm not kidding. Well, yeah, like, you it's almost a... like every hour. So like, getting up earlier, sleeping in, there was no, there was no, that was... whole time I did not sleep in, sure. not one day. Yeah, that wasn't I mean, even the furthest we slept was like 7.30 and we were like high-fiving each other. We got out of yeah. the <laughs> slept in. Wow. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's totally funny. Um, so what's the hardest thing about getting back into the routine? Like, especially, like, I guess for me, since it is, like, getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning, even though most times you get used to that, so, like, at least, yeah. usually not that early, but even on the weekends, I'm up, like, 7 o'clock in the morning, no matter what, dead right. awake. Right. But it's, like, stuff like that, where you have to be up at 5 o'clock in the morning, you know, and it seems like it seems like your body knows you need to do something like that, because when yeah. you don't need to, oh, you wake up 5 o'clock in the morning, no problem, but yeah. then when yeah. you need to be up for work, it's like, oh, it's a... It's a home disaster. Yeah. I was livid, dude. This um, this past Sunday, where mm. I knew I wanted to do some like yard work or whatever, dude. I was up. James or Cade was crying. That's our baby. Mm. Um, Cade was screaming. I mean, this kid really discovered his lungs. I mean, he's <laughs> yelling at the top of his lungs. So I like fly up out of the bed. I wake up, and so uh, you know, I shrug uh, Kel because uh, she's nursing. So she gets up, she feeds the baby. I go back to bed, but go back to my bed. I don't go back to bed as in sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. So now, uh, for some reason, I am, I mean, bright-eyed. Yeah. I'm like, dude, it's 4.30 in the morning. This is like the weekend. I look forward. I actually, you know, was told that I had bags under my eyes at work and looked <laughs> pale in my face like you need to go home and go sure. get some rest. I'm like, oh, I'm going to rest this weekend. And I did. I did. But I thought Sunday was going to be my day to, quote, sleep in, yeah. be all energized, go outside, do some like crazy work. Dude, 
It did not happen. I was on my phone just like, just I was wide awake. I don't even know, like going through emails, social media, just random, like just looking at like news and stuff. Like what's the, you know, current events. It's like 5.15 at this point. So 45 minutes later, I get up, I brush my teeth and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just go outside now because it's cool. It's cool outside. Um, and it's supposed to be like 90 today. So it's better than just roasting. That's so true. I was out front of my house at 530 in the morning, digging up dirt, um, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. I mean, if you saw what I did, it was, it was it's a, it's a decent sized job for one person. Yeah. I did all that. And by like, I don't know, like eight o'clock, seven thirty, eight o'clock, um, I was at Home Depot buying all this stuff that we needed, topsoil and mm. seeds and, um, Shrubs were 50% off, so I got some shrub, yeah. you know what I mean? Take advantage. Yeah, and so I come back. Dude, I'm, I am not exaggerating. I'm home by like, whatever, 8.45, 9 o'clock, right? Uh, I finished the job, so I put out all this topsoil, whatever, and I'm freaking watering, I put down the seat. Dude, I did everything, and it was 10.30 in the morning when I was literally done. I closed my shed, done the entire project, five-hour little project. I was drenched. When I tell you when I was drenched, and it was only 10.30 in the morning. I mean, 10.30 in the morning. Thank God I woke up and went to work because I, I can't tell you how, how angry I would. And guess what? You know how it's like, and I, was, I finished the entire project. It was like I thought I was going to two-part it like the next night yeah. I was going to throw the top. But I was like, you know, you get on like a roll and you yeah. just keep it moving. And it was energizing me. Yeah. But after I came in and then took a shower, I quickly like I need a I nap kind of thing. Actually, my wife said, she's like, just take a nap because we're going to have people over um, in the early afternoon. So I still had time. I was like, Dude, it's only 1030. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just going to lay around, watch some TV. I literally have like two hours still. And I am feeling so satisfied. I mean, so satisfied. I got the the uh, the uh, the sprinkler system working out front, and I am just inside. You can smell like the fresh, like the seeds, the grass. Mm. Oh, it's like I'm looking outside, and it's like, dude, it's done. And but the thing is about that was, I got up early on my day off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but somehow it still made sense because I was able to rest. So I basically, so even though I was up at, you know, four thirty. Technically, it was still like if I slept till six thirty because yeah. I came back and laid around for another two hours after I was well, done. Hoping to like sleep. Yeah, and then by like twelve thirty, one o'clock, I just like bounced up and you know just playing around with James and we started like filling up the pool and the day just kind of like took off on its own mm-hmm. and um, still w- went to bed at at early you know decent time. I mean, obviously I have work the next day, but um, it was just funny because I'm like. Why on my day off am I popped up like yeah. if, you know what I mean, I got work. And then like the next day, I still got up like decent, like it wasn't that bad. But not as like energized as I was the day yeah. before on my day off, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's too funny. Uh, but yeah, I agree. One of the hardest things about getting back into the routine is um, your sleep pattern. It's yeah. not that you're lazy and you're sleeping in. It's just your pattern's different. So you're off. So when you're on vacation, you might be going to bed 30 and 1.30. I don't know. I'm just saying like it, it, it that hour shift or the two-hour yeah, shift, absolutely. that throws everything off because then you're definitely not going to get up at the same time you, you don't normally do. Not not most days anyway. Uh, but yeah, that that that's tough. Um, so why do you think we're so out of whack 
is it because like sleep patterns or we're doing extra stuff or on vacation? I'm not even talking about like a crazy vacation. I'm talking about even if you are relaxed, is it the mentality of it that makes us all out of whack? Because I, I guess going back to that because it felt like because like I said, like usually when I go on vacation, it's usually uh, we're running around, blah, blah. So you like you're still active. Yeah. But for the like since I had like it, just a extended week of just not necessarily doing nothing, but just being able to like go freely and do whatever. It was like, it felt like every day was a weekend. Mm. So then it kind of gave that weird mentality of like, okay, I don't have to go to work tomorrow. Right. So you can, like, you can kind of ease up and like, oh, then you st- we'll start staying up later and all yeah. stuff like, and you get used to that. Even, even if it is like only for a week, but it's like, right. you get, it, it completely flips your mentality yeah. of like, oh, I got to do something tomorrow, but you really don't. So like, yeah. It, it just breaks up your daily rhythm. Like yeah. You wake yeah. up in the morning, have coffee. If you have coffee, you, yes. you go boom, boom, boom. And all of a sudden you're on vacation. That's all like, that rhythm's broken. Yeah. And now to get back into it, you got to keep doing it to, to yeah. catch the rhythm again. It's funny because in the mornings I, j- I have like an energy drink. When I was out, I like, I had energy drinks, but I wasn't drinking them as like every single morning. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't need the energy. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to, like, my natural energy was enough, but it's funny, like, even that stuff, um, it's almost like you, like, detox from certain things, yeah. Yeah. but then you also toxify your, you know, <laughs> yourself with other things. Sure. Um, with, with, like, sleeping in late, like, that's a bad thing sure. to get back off of, because you know you're just messing yourself up. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's so funny, because, like, I know... I have my routine every morning I do, and then I go to, like, Wawa before I go to work, yeah. grab a coffee, go. But I know if I walk into Wawa and there's a certain time and I'm behind that time, I know I'm going to be late. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? So I can probably, I'm like, now nah, just skip it and just go straight to work. Like, obviously, like like I said, the rhythm and the time set, like, you, you do it every day. You just get so used to it. Yeah. And then you can tell once when it's, like, screwed up. But you it can seems mess like, your day up. Yeah, but it seems like it's so easy on that one to like to break that routine. Yeah, but. yeah. Okay, so here, here's another question. You ever get like, you know, you're going on vacation. Why do we like amazingly get so much done right before yeah. the vacation yeah. starts? Yeah. But to get back in it, it's so hard. There's know. like that burst of... And there's something, there, <laughs> you're just trying to knock out all this stuff, yeah. whether it's grocery shopping and getting your clothes packed and See, doing all even, this and yeah. at work and you're knocking out all this stuff, you're squeezing extra clients, you're doing that last project and look how crazy productive that one or two days. Because even on like a small scale, it seems like when you have like a half day and you're like, oh, I got to do all this stuff, you just crank everything out true. super quick. But it's true. on a day when you have eight hours, like, oh, I got this time and you, you can do whatever. You so. it all out. Dude, I when you go on vacation, it takes me like five minutes to pack my suitcase. Right. Dude, when I get back from vacation, it sits there for five days. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, damn, I got to do this. One by one. Yeah. Um, that's funny. And and it's it, they say this all the time. It has nothing to do with energy. It's psychology. Sure. It's all in our mind. It's not that we don't want to get up. It's not that we don't have the energy to get up. It's that we don't want to get up to do the thing sure. that we have to yeah. do, right? So let's just say you were up. For the past two nights, or just say you're up for like 24 hours doing some wild project that was completely due, and you had to meet this deadline, and you didn't care, you did whatever it takes, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Happens to all of us, or at least once in our life, or, or sure. something at least remotely close. Like you just stayed up late or whatever, you do what you, you know, to do something. that had a nighter to get a yes. project done. So you're pulling this all nighter, right? All you want to do is sleep, right? Like you hand it in, it's kind of satisfying, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, all you want to do is sleep. Because you're tired, right? And if the next day 
If I told you, dude, you have another day packed with hard labor. How excited are you to get up the next day to go back to that? You're right. But if I told you the next day we already have your bags packed and we're going to a week-long vacation to Bora Bora, how excited and all of a sudden this where's this energy coming sure. from and now you're happy and now yep. you're pepped up all over after working for 24 hours now all of a sudden you have a boost of energy yeah that's i heard that example before not the bora bora I, I like saying bora bora because that's like one of my dream spots or whatever but um i say that to because it's a comment that i always make and it's almost a reference to that short little example is as you do uh, people will do whatever they want uh-huh and how you do one thing is how you do everything. Sure. And I was thinking, that just reminded me of, I think you said like some episodes back that was like, there's no angry or happy. Whatever. It's just everything's excited. Just how you interpret that excitement. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> it was, there was some study that we I, read that this guy was trying to explain that there's no like emotion outside of excitement. And excited could be like being angry. So you're excited. Like, yeah, yeah. Because they're doing something that is triggering like the same like endorphins. I don't know what yeah. it was. I don't know the scientific like version of it. Yeah. This guy had a whole explanation whether it's it was junk or whether it was real. Yeah. It was just fascinating to read because it was like, well, that's one way to yeah. like so figure like, it all out. So it's like it's adrenaline and no matter what, whether yes. it be you're trying to get something done or the excitement to go on vacation, it's like right. it's the same. It's almost that same kind of like yeah. it's coming from the same source, I guess. Right. And we we're also talking about you know, those that, that's the reason why you have that boost, right? So the boost is like motivation, right? Inspiration is gas. Yeah. Okay? So you ha- you need to know your why. When you, you know your why and why you're doing things in life, you got inspired by something. It doesn't have to be a person. It could have been a book. It could have been a quote. It could have been a picture. It could have been a movie. It could have been a conversation. It could have been your child. It could have mm-hmm. been anything. You got inspired, right? When you're inspired, you're kind of steady. Excuse me. You're going to do something. You're going to change everything. But every once in a while, you do need that boost while you're on your journey. Mm. That's where the motivation then comes in, whatever it is, whether you hear a talk, whether, you, again, you read another book, sure. where it's not necessarily, it had the impact for a very, a short period of time, but just enough to get you over that hump mm. that is uh, sure. acting as a block or yeah, something yeah. like that. Does that make sense? Yes. So in racing, sometimes the cars are, man, they got the gas and you know they've got all kinds of gas. The time that they're, you know, their their records, they can't break their record or they can't break their time, right? So it's a 10-second car. It's a 10-second car. It's a 10-second car. We're talking about quarter mm-hmm. miles, right? And they're trying to break 10 seconds and they can't. They're not. They're tweaking all the stuff. All they need is boost. And literally, I mean boost. Like they need nitrous, right? Yeah. So when they put this little nitrous tank on and they have boost, you'll see it knock off a second, two seconds, maybe three seconds, maybe four. It depends on, you know, how powerful... Um, you know, all the components are. Sure. But that little boost, then they broke that 10 seconds. Mm. Did the boost last long? No. Without the gas, are you going anywhere? No, because it can't. Mm. you can't run off just boost. You can't just run off motivation. You need mm. to be inspired. You need to have that inspiration, and that is like your foundation, and then the motivation is basically what you're kicking ass with. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we can be inspired from the podcast, sure. but you could be motivated out of, out of one thing somebody said, yeah. right? Yeah. So tomorrow you're about to tear it up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. 
But it'll last for a day or two, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, life smacks you in the face. You get an argument with your girl. You know what I mean? You got a bill, unexpected bill. And you're sure. Like, but you're still like, nah, man, I ain't quitting. Because you you're, you were inspired. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, all right. So this other thing I thought that was cool, uh, for a lot of people seeking ways to get back into exercise, I know this is something I 100% have to get back into, fell off horribly. Uh, but I thought this was a very cool um, article by womensrunning.competitor.com. Uh, uh, but it's nine simple ways to start exercising again after a break. Uh, so they have number one, just start with something easy. Mm-hmm. If you're really struggling to get back into exercising and feeling totally overwhelmed by it all, sometimes it can be useful to just start with something easy. If going to do big weight session at the gym is too much, then go outside and go for a brisk walk or a light jog. I mean, they say this all the time. like the, It's like a classic thing. But again, sometimes we need to be reminded. Sure. Exercise doesn't have to be like this dreadful thing. And I think we make up that dreadful thought in our head because of our experience of where we left off. Sure. But we yeah. have to understand where we left off, we had built ourselves with two. Up to that point, yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm-hmm. So we're comparing our best to our worst. We're at our worst now because we're trying to get back into it. So this example is saying, run around the block, do five push-ups, you're done. That should probably take a whole, what, minute and a half to five minutes, depending on how big your block is and how Mm. good you are with push-ups. The next day or the next week, you do two blocks and ten push-ups. So you're building yourself up, and before you know it, within the net, within the month, you're back in it, right? You're yep. back in the game, and now you're feeling good, and now you're getting to the weights. Now I'm going to go to the gym yeah. and start weight training. Um, that's the example, and I, and I love that, starting small. Uh, commit to five minutes. If long workout feels like too much, then just commit to working out for five minutes. kind of goes along with you know what we were just talking about. So okay. that, that's a time thing. Uh, number three, remember how good it makes you feel. Yes. Sometimes we focus too much on the effort of it rather than the outcome. The thing with a workout is while it can be hard in the moment, you always feel absolutely amazing afterwards. Yes. I'll never forget a, a, like a quote that I read. I don't know if it was like a men's magazine or I forget what it was. The guy said, I never, never once in my entire life regretted a workout. Yeah. I regretted not going to a workout mm-hmm. because I talked myself out of it, but I've never regretted a workout. Yeah. Um, there's this so there's a book called The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins. The only way I, the only reason why I bring this up is because they're talking about uh, remember how good it makes you feel, and I was talking about um, the time thing and how we talk ourselves out of it. Sure. This book, The Five Second Rule, she basically was struggling to get back into uh, the swing of things, so oh. to speak, with life. And so, so the five second rule was a book that she was up one night, couldn't go to sleep, was watching TV, and it was like I don't know if you guys remember, I forget what commercial, what business it was. It was of the rocket ship taking off. It's like five, four, okay, three, two. That sounds one. vaguely familiar. And you see like the rocket, yeah. and yeah, it's yeah. like some commercial for something. It was the real, you know, you know, the astronauts really going into space, yeah, but yeah. they used it as a ploy for something else. Well, anyway, she's like, she says, use that. 
this book is about applying that tool, the five second rule. So when you're laying in bed, there's no excuses after you say takeoff. Like you just have to take an action. You have to take a step. Nope. No matter what, just snap your fingers like five, four, three, two, one, takeoff, go. go. And you have to go. Yeah. He said, the reason why I can't be one, two, three, four, five, nothing comes after five except for the number six, not go. So it has to be a count down, not a count up. Does that make sense? Hmm. Okay. Uh, so it's five, four, three, two, one, go. And then you just, whatever you're going to do, even if it's like the first step, Go and brush your teeth. And I say this all the time. The reason why I was getting up at 3.30 and at the gym by 4 was because when you first wake up, you're actually discombobulated and your brain's trying to come up with all these like weird things and you're trying to put your day together. Get up and go to the gym or get up and work out before your brain figures out what's going on, basically. That's my motto. Like, Do it before you figure it out and you know you can talk yourself out of it. Because okay. in the midst of it, it's like, oh, dude, it's going to be another long day. It's raining out. I don't want to drive in the rain. I don't get all wet. I don't and you talk yourself. Within sure. 10 minutes, you talk yourself out of it. But if you go five, four, three, two, one, boom, you get out of the bed, go brush your teeth, change your clothes, and you're out the door not even thinking of anything. Who cares if you forgot your water? Who cares if you have the wrong sneakers on? Who cares? Just go. Yeah. Just go. Because, again, you would never f- regret that workout, right? Uh, number four, schedule it in your diary. All right, well, I don't have a diary, but um, I definitely have a schedule calendar. or a calendar or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, but that makes sense. Uh, prepare your gym bag. <laughs> this is all about the preparation. This all makes sense, right? Yeah. So, like, prepare your gym bag. Even if you don't have a gym bag, it's kind of like the night before having your, your gym shorts and your sneakers right there. So, you don't have an excuse. Like, again, a delay in time. Now, you're yeah. trying to figure out in the morning what you're trying to wear when you already have it right there. Just pop that stuff off and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, take the one-month challenge. I love this. Get in that 30-day routine every day. Like, you see it now. It's like uh, 100 squats, 30 days, 100 squats or whatever. 100 squats a day for 30 days or whatever. We, we, there's all kinds of stuff um, challenge, but it's nice because it gets you back into that routine. Mm-hmm. And it's a challenge. And it's a somewhat small challenge and we get addicted to results as people so like i'm not breaking this you know little stretch that i have of of seven days in a row you're going to be damned if you're on the eighth day you're not going to go in you're like no i want to keep this going right it's because it's a good thing you want the you want it to last or whatever uh get an exercise buddy this is also good if you have a good exercise buddy that's also choose wisely right somebody could just talk you out of it right or just not be uh reliable and if they don't go, like, hey, yeah, I don't want to go either. You have to be get, someone has to match your intensity or have more than you. Sure, exactly. Uh, number eight, don't think, don't just think gym. Being fit and healthy isn't just about going to the gym every day. Find ways to mix up your workouts and incorporate other exercise that you enjoy uh, into your routine. That, that's a that's a good tip too. Um, and the last one, nine, do it for yourself. Not anyone else. Again, understanding your why, knowing your why, mm-hmm. the inspiration, and then keep it moving. Um, and going back to the beginning, like the first four, are like they, there's parallels to the first list you said too. Yeah. To prepare, to just start easy, start doing like do the small things first. Like essentially, it just parallels in the same type of easing into getting back in the, the swing of things. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I I feel like that's pretty straightforward. All right, so we'll wrap this up with one last question uh, for you guys. What do you recommend someone not do to get back into the swing of things? Not do? Not do. <laughs> that was a little curveball right there. <laughs> well, I guess it could, like going opposite, like don't jump into like the giant biggest thing first. Yeah. 
especially if you haven't done it in like whatever you had extended like five weeks but if you still haven't done it in like a week like don't do it your biggest task first and like, yeah. then you get overwhelmed and frustrated and all that stuff because you're like i can't do this i i just came back yeah yeah i, I felt i think that's the you know a great approach don't overwhelm yourself yes yeah even like just your thought yeah just taking everything in like bite-sized pieces yes you know, one little thing at a time. And I know how obnoxious and annoying that sounds. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, it's so easy to say. Cause it, it, and, and I know, I understand, it is. However, if you don't take a small step forward, you might just pull a hamstring if you try to take yeah. a large step forward. Yes. Yeah. That's a per, like, it literally, if you're not stretching or, yeah. which is the preparation, sure. is writing yeah. your to do list, is getting up early, is packing your lunch the night before, is getting those gym shorts and those sneakers out the night before. That's stretching. You're preparing to kick ass. And the second that you already have that, you did the little stretch, you can take a little step. Yeah. You're not going to go for that long leap. You're not going to go for benching 5,000 pounds right off the bat on your yeah. first set. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you start off with the, you know, the little, you know, warm up. Uh, bad boy right and that's it and then you work your way in now you're building your confidence like oh crap man i remember i was i bench one time 300 pounds yeah let me if and then once yourself you see yourself getting to 215 right then 250 then 275 now you're, your ass is getting confident right yeah. like exactly. I'm, and it's a natural transition into 300 yes yeah. It's not freaking, you go like this, stretch your little arms, pull your stuff back, pull a kneecap back, and then you <laughs> jump on there and you throw 350 pounds. I don't know. Maybe somebody can do it, but you know, the average person, that's a little too much. Sure. Yeah. If you haven't done it in a while, that's not your base anymore. Right. That's yeah. definitely not your base anymore. So then you got to build your way up. Go back into that. Yo. And going back to um, you know, womensrunning.com, uh, their example of... Uh, just uh, number one, just start with something easy. Yeah. Um, and the same thing, committing to you know the five minutes. When we start blocking ourselves for two hour workouts, the first day we're back. Yeah. yeah. Also, don't overdo it on the first day because when you overdo it, the gym's a, it's such an easy example because it's parallel with life. Yeah. If you go back to work and then you work fifteen straight hours of hardcore work. The next day, you had like you just basically worked for two days. So now, mentally, yeah. emotionally, physically, you're drained. I'm not saying that you can't do it. I'm saying it's going to be a lot tougher whether you just go in there with ease. Yeah. Relax, yeah, like, I need another vacation. Done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you're going to need another vacation. Um, it's the same thing. You don't want to have a two a, two and a half workout, two and a half hour workout your first day. No, exactly. Yeah. Start out with that, you know, twenty minute to thirty minute bad boy. Get it in, get it out. Get yourself in again. Build yourself yeah, up. Absolutely. Um, so I would recommend not do that to you know start your crazy week with a either overwhelmingly long day or overwhelmingly long you know workout. Um, all right, cool. All right, so there you have it, folks. Uh, we like to wrap things up with quotes, and the first one is by Mike Murdoch. He says, "The secret of your future is hidden in your daily routine." Huh. The secret of your future is hidden in your daily routine. Hmm. Very cool. Short and sweet, too. Uh, and the last one by Kelly Clarkson. The thing I love most about going on vacation is that I get to leave behind any kind of schedule. My entire life is scheduled from morning to night. And when I'm on vacation, there is no schedule. Hmm. So that was one of the things that was like, yeah, when you're on vacation, and this is opposite. This is everything we just said, complete opposite. When you're on vacation, yeah, yeah. exactly. Do whatever it is to unwind, right? Yeah, Unprepare yourself for things. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, that's the point of it. And actually, 
whatever suits you. Because I, I used to say like, relax, relax. But sometimes people take that differently and define that dif- what sure. relax means. So whatever relax and unwinding means to you. Like unwinding and relaxing to one person can mean laying at the beach, having a couple cocktails and smoking five cigars in one day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whereas to somebody else, it can mean going to three different theme parks <laughs> and re- doing a marathon. They're on vacation because they're not working. So sure. that's their vacation. That's sure. their relaxing, right? So however you define unwinding and relaxing, sure. do that. That's what usually like when I go my on. Like every minute is pinned to the day. Yeah. So that's what you, don't, <laughs> yeah. you don't get to relax. Like we want to just sit in the pool. Right, right, right. So It's funny. Um, all right, so that was good. That was by Kelly Clarkson. So there you have it, back into the swing of things. In this episode, the crew talks about getting back on track with life. We cover topics that range from routines, vacations, exercise, work, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Mike Murdoch and Kelly Clarkson. Thanks again for joining us. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, jimmyleevelez.com. Follow the blog. If you have any inquiries or questions you would like for us to answer on a future episode, uh, just email us at info at jimmyleevelez.com. And on behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. And until next time, adios. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Thank you for the love and support. We truly do hope you enjoyed the views.